Yo, yo, this is your boy Rodney. And it's Candace. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Cohort 1986. Sit back and relax. As you envision a new you and new perspective of new beginnings. Enjoy, y'all. Welcome, everybody, to another installment of Cohort 1986. I'm Rodney. I'm Candace. And today we have a special guest. Miss Dana Sidberry. Yeah. Let's clap it up for her. I'm just gonna read a, uh, I'm gonna read a brief bio for, for Miss Dana. Yeah, please. She is a unicorn, aka a native of Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Graduating yeah. from Myers Park High School and furthering her education by attaining yeah. a bachelor's degree at Strayer University. Nice. Miss Sidberry comes from a family of entrepreneurs and was always taught to be loyal, humble, treat people right. And to help others in the value of hard work. Well, no, that's right. Miss Sidbury is a passionate owner of motivation marketing firm, specializing in entertainment, beauty, business, and public relations in an array of industries. Wow. And uh, she's uh, also been been a part of the CIAA National wow. Poetry Slam. Wow. The Dr. The Dr. Martin Luther King Weekend. Wow. CBS Radio. Uh, the Bonner Brothers. Uh, and also, you can see her on WCCB. Rising, what? news rising in the morning. In man. the morning too. Look, let me tell you a funny story. <laughs> funny story. I looked on TV one day. I said, "I know her." <laughs> I don't know that's Dana. What you doing on TV? But um, uh, but uh, many people look to Dana for advice. Yeah. Due to her expertise, she's often called the social media guru, the marketing maven, and Miss Marketing. Dana has a passion for helping others succeed, and especially passionate about goal-oriented individuals. Yeah, I'm just so glad to have you here. I've heard so much about Dana. I'm just like, oh, yeah, my friend Dana, that's her on the news. That's her. <laughs> she doing this party. She doing this. I'm like, man, I need to meet Dana. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, in Charlotte. So I want to welcome you to our platform today, lady. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. And I'm so happy to be here. I'm looking forward to our time together. And again, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to interview you. We really do appreciate yeah. it. As we know State. you be busy. You be busy. Woman on the go. <laughs> be busy. I just want y'all to know I cooked dinner early. So I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that means we coming over your house. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I <laughs> come on. We're eating healthy today. Come on. Come on. <laughs> so we want to give you an opportunity um, to just kind of introduce yourself. Okay. Well, um, let's see here. So um, introducing myself. Hmm. I just I really enjoy telling people that I'm from Charlotte. Um, Dana Sidberry. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, and I enjoy that because we have so many transplants here right, in, right. in Charlotte. You know, so whenever I meet somebody, I actually met a, a gentleman today, and he he's new to Charlotte, and he has a restaurant in Gastonia. So okay. he's like, "Where you from?" You know, and I'm like, "I'm from Charlotte." He was like, "What? I don't know, but I never." <laughs> <laughs> and I hear that all the time. And then some, a lot of people are like, I don't even, where's your accent from? Like, where, you know, I can't pick it up. Right. So, you know, and a lot of people don't know, just in the vein of introducing myself, but a lot of people don't know that I'm an army brat and I have lived, oh, wow. I've lived quite a few places. I've lived in Germany. I've lived in Texas. I've lived wow. in, in Tennessee. So I'm very well cultured. 
That's cool. Oh, awesome. Yes, I, I have a diverse set of friends. Um, oh. And I don't need a stranger. That's the unicorn that, that you talked yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> stranger. So um, that's just a tidbit about me. And, and I just love to have fun. I love to laugh. I love to smile. You know, yeah. life sometimes gets so heavy. Right, so, right. you know, I really just enjoy having a good time. And I think that's very important, you know, and yeah. especially in today's was a society where so much going on. Right, yeah. right, right. And, I and, agree more. And you mentioned like just like being from Charlotte. So like, how was it growing up, uh, growing up in Charlotte and experiencing the vast changes over the years? Yeah. See, I see. I got here twenty years ago, twenty one years ago. Oh, so, here so, we go. So he, so he so, so, I, so, Charlotte, so y'all. No. <laughs> well, we can give him a little bit of credit, but you can't. You can't claim <laughs> later. Okay. I, I, I would never. I would never say I'm not from Charleston. Okay. That's where I'm from. Okay. But like like. I met unicorns because I was here when earlier. Okay. So like, so how was it for you growing up in Charlotte? So it, you know what, honestly, it, it's been a real transition, right? Mm -hmm. So um, everything, it, it seemed like it's just getting more and more spaced out. Right. You know, yeah. Versus, you know, you just pop up over on the West side, on the East side, on the South side with no problem. Mm -hmm. Now you have to really plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to really like map out where you're gonna go because it's gonna take at least 25 minutes to get wherever it is that you go. You know, and, and you know, Charlotte has always been, I'm not gonna say small in terms of size, but it's just always has been close knit. So you know, now that it's growing and everybody's just so far, is we you know, us natives are just like, dang, you know, we kind of stick to our size and stick to our people. So, and, it, and it's funny because I'll, I still have a lot of fans. I'm from the west side of town, I'm from Clinton Park, stand up. Okay. okay. So, a lot of my family is still on the west side, and they're like, oh, girl, I live in the university. They're like, oh, it used to live so far away. I got this. You know, I'm, like, I'm just like four, four exits up from you. <laughs> so, you know, as, as a native, it's, it's definitely something different that we have to kind of get used to and we're and we're getting used to it gotcha yeah. and, and so how would you like describe your childhood growing up like where you mentioned you were from a family of entrepreneurs like yeah. did that kind of like push you to your path now um they, you know what my family is very open my family is very supportive so they did not necessarily say oh well you got to be an entrepreneur because that's what we are right. it was just almost like Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Right. You know, like my grandfather, bless, bless his soul, mm -hmm. he, um, he, he actually told us, you know, if you want to go to college, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But really, I want you to get a trade because mm -hmm. when you go to college, they, they can fire you. You know, mm -hmm. when you have a trade, you can always fall back on that trade. Yeah, right. yeah. You, know, you can always, you know, go work in it, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. And that's my son that, that y'all just saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. He ain't little no more. Um, so yeah, so so you know, they, they didn't really steer us in the in the direction of entrepreneurship, but I just took heed to to that information. Right. Like when I graduated, I did go to school, but I ended up dropping out because I was just tired of 
I was tired of, of school. Like I was tired of teachers. I was tired of desk. I was just sick and tired of everything. You know what I mean? Like, so I dropped out. I, I did. I dropped out, but I ended up going to get my um, my cosmetology license. Oh, okay. Yeah, because again, you know, my grandfather told us to get a trade, and I've always been passionate about hair. Like I love the the hair industry. I am not. Even when I went to school, I, I am not a in the salon all day long. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a person that can be refined to a space for all day long. Yeah. As you can see, I'm just. So, but I, I, you know, in school, I knew that I was going to do something in the hair industry. I knew I was going to be a stylist. Yeah. But I got that, knocked that out, and then um, my uncle, who owns Bellbond Company, he opened up his business, and um, so I was like, okay. I'll go ahead and get my bail bond license. My mother, Ooh, she had wow. a bail bond license when we lived in Texas. So, I, I mean, she had a bail bond company. So, in oh, Texas, wow. I was a bail bondsman. So, I said, might as well do it here, too. Wow. And then wow. I ended up going back to school. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, I want to I wanna just take some time to kind of, like, unpack that. Okay. So, um, so, you wanted to be a cosmetologist first. Okay. And then you went into your bills bunsen. So like what was that transition like um for you? Like, you know, what was it, what was kind of the inspiration behind starting with cosmetology and and then just kind of switching over to bills bunsen? Okay. So I I have always wanted my own salon. Right. Okay. Um, you know, this just I guess it's just the business background in me. And mm-hmm. and I'm a lover of people, so mm-hmm. you know that that's another huge aspect of being in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And just you know, I like to I do like to do hair. I like to do lashes, but I just don't like to do that stuff all day. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't. And and at that time, my grandfather, you know, he told me he said, "Well, if you want a salon, I'll buy you a salon, mm-hmm. but you have to go and get your license first. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, that's not a problem. I go and do right. it. So I went and got into school, and he unfortunately passed before oh, I could finish okay. school. Mm-hmm. So, but he he did he does know that I I did get into it. He just didn't know that I I finished it. So that was that. And then as far as bail bonding, like like I said, my family, my mom and my stepdad, they had their own company in Texas. Right. Yeah. Um, so after high school, my 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 bae and I we moved uh-huh. to Texas right <laughs> okay. out of high school. Like we graduated June, we were in Texas in August. Like right out of high school. Oh, wow. wow! Like really, um, honey, we were gonna get married and all this. Like we had plans. Okay. Yes. So um, we went to school, and my mom was like, "Okay, well, y'all can help us with the with the company." Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna need some help getting the people out of jail. So I was like, okay, no problem. So I got licensed, he got licensed, and we were there in Texas for a year. Mm-hmm. We, got, we went, we got our license, we went, we started um community college there too. Yeah. I quit first, he quit first. <laughs> we wanted to lay up and be grown, you know. Right. <laughs> first apartment, you know. Yeah. All that. You know, so we we quit um, school, but we did keep our bail bond licenses and we did, you know, work in that and we worked other jobs and stuff, too. But he got homesick. Mm. 
I wanted to bring him back home. Okay. Yeah. So we right. came back to Charlotte. Oh, wow. And we broke up. He <laughs> <laughs> came back to Charlotte and broke up. <laughs> and we broke up. So, so when we came back to Charlotte and broke up, that's when I went and got into hair school. And then my uncle, he opened up his bail bond company. So right after I finished cosmetology school, let me let me say the proper term. Yeah. After I finished cosmetology school, yeah. um, he opened, my uncle opened up his bail bond company. So I just went and got my license to help him. And that was in 2003. And I know I'm yeah. telling my age. No. But that was in 2003. We, we, we yeah, right there yeah, with we, you. We, we, we right there we with you. We're the neighborhood. <laughs> But see, I did, if anybody asks y'all, I'm 28. Okay. Got you 28. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he he opened up, and I got my bail bond license really just to help him. Yeah. And so from 2003 until let's see, it's 2021 now. He closed his company in 2018, mm-hmm. and I opened my own company in 2019. Cool. Awesome, awesome. So just just, you know, a little bit of legacy building in there and you know, just keeping it in the family. And so what's the process for kind of getting a bill funds and license? So um now at that time, really the only thing that you had to do was just really take a um take the class and then take a Mm -hmm. test and that's it. But now they have it to where you actually have to go up under a bail bondsman as a a, a apprentice for about I think two years. Then you have to take yeah, it's a long process because it's so it's oversaturated. Everybody's a bail bondsman now. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's oversaturated, so you know they had to put something in the game to kind of slow that down. You know. Wow! Wow! That's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm. Even though I was a bail bondsman for so many years, I was only helping them. So now Mm -hmm. I'm the boss. Right. Right. Yeah. Everything falls on my shoulders. I'm just like, ooh, let me figure out (laughs) all this. (laughs) Right. These these criminals get on my nerves so bad. Just don't make no sense. But we do. We do have some good clients. Like we really do. Gotcha. 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 That's really cool. So I want to fast forward to uh, 2009, 2009, 2010, uh, when you opened Motivation Marketing. So. What made you get into marketing and, and why motivation market? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I love that question and thank you for asking that. So mm-hmm. um so I I went to Mines Park and mm-hmm. I had a marketing teacher there by the name of Mr. Smith. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mr. Smith was awesome. Mr. Smith made sure I was in DECA every year. He made sure that I was always doing some something, you know, marketing wise. And he was teaching us all this stuff. And, and you know, at that time, it wasn't any social media. You know, it was yeah. like a phone book. Like yeah. it was only, you know, making your own flyers. Like it wasn't a whole bunch of Photoshop and all this yeah. kind of stuff. So, you know, he kind of taught me a lot of the mechanics. But even with that being said, my family, they are entrepreneurs. So it was pretty much like I was already helping them, you know, mm-hmm. with their marketing materials, spreading the word, right, you know, right. putting things out for them. But of course, I still didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. So um, when I realized 
what it all was because marketing is so broad, right? Anybody yeah, right. Has, a, has a business, you know, marketing concentration degree, they'll tell you it's so broad. It's so much that you can do. So you don't really know that you're doing marketing until you're you're doing marketing. Right. So right. When I realized that, I, that's when I went to school. Um, hmm. That was that was what I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to tell my age no more. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's when I decided that I wanted to go to school. Um, and I, I did go, you know, for for business administration with a con- concentration in marketing and PR. But um, nobody would hire me, right? So I was working at um, during cosmetology school. I was working on night shift at um cmc which is now atrium healthcare system Mm -hmm. and then and i will always do my research and just try to figure out who i needed to talk to in the marketing department because i that was that's just always my passion like i will always want to just help you know i want to volunteer and give a damn like you know know if i can cuss but i was just like what am i gotta do like i want to get into it yeah so fast forward to after graduating cosmetology school and getting my degree and everything like that. I started working at Novant. Mm-hmm. Oh, at that time, it was Presbyterian. Yeah. yeah. I, Rodney and I used to work together. Shout out to him. <laughs> I work in the building, okay? The building with the head. The building with the head. <laughs> so during that time, I was actually in college, and I would still, you know, do my research and i would actually at that time just send out emails my resume to to folks that was in the department you know because we had access to our co-workers so i would yeah, email right. the director like i was just really you know hustling trying to get into right. the department but they would never hire me and you know in healthcare it's a lot of marketing it's a lot of billboards yeah, right. radios and they just always right. in your face you know and i just loved it i was like i gotta get in so then I would start trying to get in with the other marketing agencies, but nobody would hire me. Nobody mm. would hire me. So I started doing some research and kind of, you know, just just figuring out, you know, Googling what, what in the world is the situation? Like, why is nobody hiring? And then I came across something and they were just talking about the lack of diversity in marketing departments right. and marketing agencies. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so you're trying to tell me Yes. These people don't want to hire me because I'm black? Is that Woo. what it is? Woo. Mm. Mm. And at that point, I said, okay. Like, it just made all the sense. Like, it just made yeah. all the sense. And then, you know, yeah. just, just if you guys can think back to what has happened over the years, like the stuff yeah. that happened with the monkeys on it and just a lot of yeah. culturally yeah. Un- insensitive things that happen marketing-wise. Yeah. It's because right. we don't have seats at the table. That's mm. it. That's it. Dana, I want to I, I want to pause real quick. I want people to understand what you just said. You know, you were in a situation, right? So you were working, but you still were working on your dream. Mm. And I think that's something that people forget that sometimes people get so caught up in working and, oh, I'm going to, you know, give you my sweat, my tears, my everything. And they forget about themselves, but right. you know your perseverance, your push, the way that you kept going at it, your emailing, the calling, you know, knocking on these doors, um, and then you know finally coming to say, okay, well, 
maybe this is the problem. Right. Um, so, right. And, and then also just you just like instead of looking at us, it, like you, you wanted to sit at the table. Yeah. And he was like, damn it, I'm just going to build my own table. That, that's what that's you it. did. That's it. That's it. Because I, I knew that, okay, if this is happening to me in this capacity and I'm on the outside, who is helping my people with their businesses? Like who, mm. who help who helps us to get our business out? If they don't want me mm. to help them to work for them, they definitely mm-hmm. don't want to help us to get our stuff out. Right, right. right. You know, and, and and honestly, like I said before, I'm an army brat, so I have lived and and you know been a lot of places and around a lot of people and stuff like that. So I'm not yeah. this pro-black you know you know yeah. none of this is it, it's it like i said it did not dawn on dawn to me that mm-hmm. they just didn't want me at the table right. so once i realized that that's exactly what i did i, I said you know what i'm gonna just gonna do that to help my people you yeah. know and actually 95 percent of my clientele has mm-hmm. been african-american i've, I've mm-hmm. had some um i've had some white clients before but 95 percent of my clients have been black wow wow and so kind of talk a little bit about that process of just kind of stepping out on your own okay Um, you know what was it like you know kind of starting your business starting your firm um and kind of gaining clients so i so i have a funny story so (laughs) i don't i don't really think that you were there yet rodney but when i started where we were working at and uh novine um mm-hmm. i had just got over there it was a, it was the physician we did physician billing right, in the right. office um and i had just got over there so i'm one that i don't like to sit at work <laughs> <laughs> because you know i like i said i don't like to be confined to, to spaces I, i'm a butterfly mm-hmm. I, I need people i thrive on on contact so at that time they wanted us to to be on the phones for eight hours a day and uh it just i had a i had a boss well we had a boss that just had an issue with me like she had a real issue with me so it was a lot of tension there and i had just got married and my son was a baby he was three years old my husband was you know already he was on dialysis my dad was sick and i was taking him like i just had a lot going on like i had a lot fmla i had two fmlas for those that that know about that work so i i I had just got married. A lot of people gave me PTO because I will always use my PTO. I wouldn't yeah, have been work. Yeah. So I just I just looked at it and I said, something has got to give. Right. Yeah. right. I'm just I'm not being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. My boss don't like me. I don't like her. I don't want to talk to her. She don't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm laughing. I'm I'm having a good time with my coworkers, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm not being fulfilled. I'm aggravated. I'm tired. When I go home, my family, I don't want to talk to them for at least an hour. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it was just a real thing. And um, like I said, I was a newlywed. Mm-hmm. So one day I came home after we got married, of course. Mm-hmm. And I told my husband, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to quit my job and start my own agency. And he was like, 
Like he looked at me like, what are you talking about? What you mean? We had just we had just got married. We had just bought a house. Like and then on top of that, that was 2008. That was the recession. Like George Bush, and Obama had just got an office. Like literally, we had closed. We closed on the office. I mean, on the house in like April, mm-hmm. and I quit the job in August. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, we were in the middle of a recession. So he was just like, I don't think that's the right thing to do. And I'm like, but this is what I'm going to do. Like, this is this is what's getting ready to happen. Like, and, and I'm there. <laughs> like, this is my goal. This is what's getting ready to happen. Put your, put your big girl, I mean, your big guy draws on. Put your seatbelt on. And I told him, I said, you know, out of all these things, I got a hair license, I got a bail bond license, I got a degree. Mm. I said, out of all these three things, we'll be okay. God will mm. always provide, yes, you know, we're going to make it work. Yes, he will. So, 11 years later, I'm still in the game. Wow. Wow, that wow. is awesome. That yep. is so awesome. And, and so motivation marketing. So like what products do what products and services do you do you offer? So okay, with motivation marketing, we focus on marketing, advertising, public relations, and uh it's one more. It's one more marketing, advertising, public relations, and event planning. Right. So um, we just really help our clients to get the word out. And a lot of and I, and I came up with the name of motivation marketing because in order to do your business day in and day out, you have to be motivated. Like mm-hmm. you have to have mm-hmm. some type of motivation. Like you have to. Some, it, there are days that you don't want to do shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't I don't mean to be vulgar or anything like that. But mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you just sometimes don't want to do it. Right. But you, right. have to, you have to muster up that motivation. You have to push mm-hmm. to get it done. And, and with a lot of my clients, like we have heart to hearts and they tell me, I just don't mm-hmm. know if I can do it. Right. I just don't know, you know if this is for me. Right. I, this is just not working. So I have to kind of push and, mm-hmm. and remind them of you know what it is, why they started. And my tagline is motivation marketing, the flame that starts to fire. Wow. So, wow. so it's just like that push. And mm-hmm. once you get this, wow. once that fire starts and then it just flames up that's usually the process of of marketing and you get your training wheels and you get the going and you get the and you finally yeah, ride like wow yeah so that that's and so i have to ask you like you know why is you know a presence on social media like so important these days <sighs> that's a really good question so social media is is social media is like your business card now it's like mm-hmm. the bare minimum mm-hmm. that that you that you should have as a business owner. It, it's very important because it, it's another form of um, mouth. Uh, what is it? Um, I'm sorry, I'm drawing the blank. Um, mouth, to, not mouth to mouth, but um, y'all, I'm uh, drawing the blank. Help me. Referrals and and you know, word of mouth. It's it's social. That's what social media is. Another form. It's another form of word of mouth marketing. And we all know that you can't. Any any marketer will will agree that you cannot be word of mouth marketing. You just can't. Right. You just can't. So that's the importance of social media. Like it's mm-hmm. it's another another platform. I like to tell people that. Mm-hmm. 
your website, your social media is like your home away from home. Like people can go to your house and see what you're up to, what you got going on, you know. But you need to make sure that you have social media and that it is inviting for them to come in and, and stick around and kind of look and see what you have going on. So yeah. it's, it's very important. So what is it like? Like what goes into like being a part of big events like uh, yeah. the CIAA, yeah, Bronner Brothers, Brothers, like that's huge. Uh, that's, that's huge. Like CIAA, Urban like, Times Magazine, like like what goes into partnering with, with those big organizations and actually planning things with them? So with with a lot of those um, events and 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 outlets that you mentioned, the main thing is kind of going in with a servant heart mm. um you know a lot of some of those things i started when i was first starting my business like i i grind okay mm -hmm. so when i was starting my business it was just like let me just get my foot in the door let me learn yeah. Because remember, nobody would let me in. Nobody would give me the opportunity to, to learn with them. Nobody would, you know, it's one thing to get the knowledge at school, but we, we all know that yeah. you don't know what you're doing until you get your feet yeah. wet. Need right. to be applied. So, you know, just working with the DNC, you know, the Democratic National Convention. Mm -hmm. I, I actually, and I, and I hate to kind of dim the light on this, but I signed up to work on a DNC when it came to Charlotte, which was, yeah. it was huge here, yeah. you know. But my my father, he passed the week before. Oh, wow. gosh, I'm sorry. To so, thank you. So, I had finished working on a National Poetry Slam, mm -hmm. buried my father, and then I went to work at, at the DNC. Like, mm -hmm. I was just like, I am not missing this opportunity. Mm -hmm. I am not going to not take this opportunity to learn, you yeah. know, to, to be with these people that are from everywhere. everywhere. I was on this, I was on the social media team with the DNC, mm -hmm. just helping them to, you know, make posts and create content on what was going on and, right. you know, whoever was speaking that particular day. Like, mm -hmm. I'm in there like this. Oh, so this is really how it happens? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, literally, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And yeah. then my supervisors were like 20. And at that time, mm -hmm. I was 21. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you almost got me. I was, I was <laughs> so they were telling me what to do. And, and, you know, usually people that have an issue with younger people telling them what to do, it would be an issue. But with me, I was like, okay, what else you want me to do? I did that already. What's next? I did it. I was just grateful for the opportunity. So getting back to your question, um, it was just a lot of times it was just pretty much linking up with whomever was doing, you know, whatever event that I wanted to be a part of yeah. and just asking them, how can I help? You know, what yeah. can I do? What do you need? Mm -hmm. um, and then I got to the places to where I was starting to be paid, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm in their network and I'm talking to people. Right. Like I, I just yeah. love people and I love to talk as y'all can see, mm -hmm. you know, so just meeting these people and getting these contacts is so important. And it's mm -hmm. so funny because one of my first events was um, the Charlotte Fashion Week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. And I attended one day as a guest mm -hmm. and I was all like, oh, foo, 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 foo. But nobody <laughs> would talk to me. 
But mm-hmm. at, the next day I came back as a volunteer, mm-hmm. everybody would talk to me. Wow. I'm like, so everybody wants to talk to the help, but as a as an attendee, nobody wants to talk to me because mm-hmm. I'm me and I'm in the building and I'm just mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. y'all know how it is, like, oh, don't talk to me, I'm in VIP, you know. Right, like, right. <laughs> but I'm just like, what's wrong with people? Right. Like, what's wrong with people? But you know, it was just it's it's I always go in with a servant heart to learn mm-hmm. to really just figure mm-hmm. out how I can help, how I can be an asset. And then we get to the money. Like yeah. being a being a business owner and an entrepreneur, the way that you sustain yourself is not to chase the money. Right. Mm. That's, that's the key. The money will always come as long as your heart is in the right place and you're you're a good person. The money right, right, will right. always come. We right. have not missed the payment here. The cable, mm-hmm. I think the cable's cut off like twice. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always had a car payment, no repos, you know, yeah. and that's that's because of, we're blessed, of course. Yeah. But we think I'm always a servant. I'm always yeah. willing to help. Yeah. I'm always willing to be there. You know, don't worry about money. We'll, we'll yeah. figure it out. You know what I mean? Wow. wow. That was awesome. that was so powerful. Yeah. Um, you know, when you think about, you know, this world and you think about learning, um, you know, you have to go in with a servant heart. Um, you know, even if you have the book knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have something that's applied or projects that you can work on and work through. Um, mm-hmm. That's how you build your credibility. So exactly um, right. That 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 was good. I hope that you know somebody catches just that part about building having credibility, having that servant heart, and going mm-hmm. in with the right intentions and being willing. That's know? right. And like you said, you know, working for someone that was younger, it gave you an opportunity um, for exposure. Like, oh, you know, here's some things that I may not have known about because <laughs> I know that's how I am. Every time yeah. I have an opportunity, I'm like, okay, what is, what is this? How does yeah. it work? Yeah, yeah. And and that that has definitely sustained me. Like, you know, just early on, mm-hmm. I think you asked me, you know, how I got my clients. And it would be like, I would know a person that started a business. Mm-hmm. And I was fresh off of being unemployed. Like I, I cold turkey didn't have anything saved, mm-hmm. you know, just cold turkey. So I would tell them, look, I got a husband. I need to keep the lights on. I need to keep my son fed. Uh, bed. Yeah. So let's just let's figure it out. What's your budget? A lot of people hate that question, mm-hmm. but like, what can you afford? And we're gonna yeah. make what to do. And that that's exactly how I started my client. Like, I mean, my yeah. business. Like, we're gonna figure it out. Let's let's, let's just. Let me get something and uh, we're going to figure it out because I knew I was learning. You can't charge people a million dollars and you don't know what you're doing. You know, say it again for somebody. You can't charge a million dollars. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Okay. Even even when you're faking it till you're making it. I mean, yeah, faking it till you make it. Like like you said, there's still a credibility on on the line. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So Mm -hmm. I can't be a marketing Rev, a marketing consultant, and the word is getting out. She don't know what she's doing, but she charged me a thousand dollars. You know, right, right, mm, right. Mm. So, but now, so you better bring your, you better bring your bag. Because okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know a little something. All right, I know I a little something. <laughs> so, I love it. Speak, speaking of bringing a bag, so when was that moment that you realized, like, hey, I'm pretty good at this? 
Um, so that's hard because I get so busy mm-hmm. just making everything happen. Yeah. That sometimes I kind of just have to really sit down with myself to to really realize everything that I've done. And I yeah. and I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um but I will say um just really getting on the news, I think. Right. Um you know, they don't just let anybody come no, on and no, no, no. you know that's correct. <laughs> yeah, so tell no. us about there. I mean, how is it being a TV personality? I know, right? We got, we got, we got celebrity. Celebrity. I feel like we need an autograph. Can you sign? Can you oh, sign? Somebody? Yeah. <laughs> we put it on the vibe and we were vibing until y'all did that. Like we were really vibing until y'all did that. <laughs> <laughs> we were really vibing. But I mean, you know, it, it's been really fun. Um I don't have any experience, you know, in TV. You know, they had to tell us everything that we needed to do. And, you know, um, but I was allowed to be myself. And that's what I like. Um, The young lady, shout out to Nomi. Um, I just really, and this is the power of social media. I I was doing something, but I would see news rising and social media, you know, new um, couch chat. And I was like, who is this and what is this about on Twitter? Mm-hmm. So um, I DM the girl and I'm like, hey, you know, this is what I do. I'm, um, you know, marketing PR, you know, here's my website, you know, here's my, mm-hmm. um, can I email you my resume type thing? And she just did her research. I didn't even send her my resume. She oh, just wow. did her research and she just asked a couple people and wow, just knowing, um, just knowing some of the other news anchors there mm-hmm. that had covered some of my clients. And this is where credibility plays a part. Mm. She spoke to them and was like, you know, I got this girl, Dana Sidberry, Motivation Marketing. They vouched for me. Wow. One of them, one of them came to me and was like, hey, you know, I heard them speaking about your name and I told them that you would be perfect for Couch oh, Chat. Wow. You have the best personality. And I'm mm-hmm. like, thank you. You know, I had already yeah. hit her up. I thank yeah. you for the approval. Yeah. And like two weeks later, she hit me back up. Wow. Wow. So so that's the long answer to your short question. Like that's that's when I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm on to something here. Like I, I really have a good name out here. Mm-hmm. Like people really, I'm trusted and I'm creditable and people know mm-hmm. that I'm serious and and I have a good time. Right. So right. That's oh, when wow. I think that's when it was pretty much like and and honestly, a lot of people don't even know. Like I was doing that. That's that at the time that I started, mm-hmm. it was unpaid. I'm mm-hmm. I was on right. the news for like three years. Wow. No pay. Wow. No pay. Wow. So what like what was it like being on set? Like, you know, what was like that first time that you were like on the couch? What was that experience like for you? The first time I was nervous. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what in the world. How did I get here? Dana, what did you do? Like, what right. are you what are you gonna say? Like, you know, right. they, I forgot who I was on with. I was so nervous. But <laughs> it was like just just breathe. Mm-hmm. Just take your time. And I, I I when I get nervous, I stutter. It's a yeah. it's a family trait. So I stutter. Yeah. I'm like, what if I start stuttering? And I did. 
Right. Um, I was like, oh, I don't want to be too shiny. You know, I did my own makeup. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> nerves, 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 nerves. So, but but it all worked out. Like I said, they allowed me to be myself. Right. Um, I was I, I was the one that was always having a big belly laugh, mouth all open, laughing. You know, yeah. rear back like I'm doing now, just having a good time. Yeah. And they enjoyed that energy that I brought to to the show, and that's mm-hmm. how I was able. I think I did it. For, it was five years, and I say did it because we during COVID, of course, right. they had to. We couldn't go into the studio, so it's been yeah. about. It's been a full year. Um, they should be bringing us back in soon. Wow. Um, but I, I did couch chat for five years. Wow. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I mean, you know, just to be able to see, you know, your face there, you know, amongst others. Um, I mean, it's just amazing just to hear that, hey, you need to DM somebody one day. You know, you literally shot your shot and was like, hey, this yeah, is who I, I am. Got, this is it, what I do. Your, your guy said goes down in the DMs. <laughs> And it did. It definitely did. And, and that's just going back to your 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 question about social media. That's why it's so important to to watch what you put on social media and be strategic about how you use social media. Right. It's not. It's for entertainment, yes, but it's so much more than entertainment. Like I, I, I can honestly say that I make money with social media. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's that is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And so. I got a question. So for new entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you're a Bell's bond lady, you, you yeah. hairdressing, motivation, yeah. marketing. So PR. like PR, so, social so media, social media, everything, the, the, <laughs> the actual unicorn. Yeah. We're forgetting some stuff. Actually, <laughs> so like, what would be your advice for new entrepreneurs just trying to jump into the game? My advice would be to focus on being consistent. Mm-hmm. My advice would be to focus on the long game versus the quick game. Mm-hmm. My advice would be to to work on perfecting your business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean it should be perfect when you start. Right, right, right. right. Because if you if you look at like Coke, Pepsi, mm-hmm. you know, they reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, from from back when Coke was putting drugs in the Coke. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. Like, you know, they always reinvent themselves. And I think sometimes we as entrepreneurs and, and business owners, we like to have everything perfect. Mm-hmm. And we like to launch and rebrand and rebrand right. and rebrand. But mm-hmm. don't do it prematurely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to grow like a baby. The baby just didn't walk out and, and just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here. That baby has to grow. That baby has to be nurtured, has to be fed, has to be mm-hmm. taken care of. And that's what your 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 business is. Your business is your baby. Right. So you have to grow it. You have to nurture it. You have mm. to take time with it. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that would be my advice. You know, just take your time with it. It doesn't have to be perfect right now, but definitely take the time to perfect it. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's a good That's point. Great advice. So mm-hmm. I do have to ask, like, what has been like one of your favorite events that you've done like over the years? God. 
gosh, I wasn't prepared for that. One of my favorite, <laughs> favorite events. If, 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 if you don't say one, you say, I, I, I just totally forgot you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Um, you know what? Honestly, my favorite events are my events that I do with my client, um, Lucky Spot Barbershop. Oh. Um, he is um, the first African-American owned and operated barbershop mm. in Walmart. But mm. yes, yeah, He's getting ready to open up his third location in Columbia in about a week or two. Oh, that is dope. That's dope. That's dope. And then moving on to uh, Georgia in the fall. Wow. But, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what actually draw drew me in to him and to his business was the gift of community service. And just, again, that servant heart that he has that he was doing for the community. And, and I'll tell you real quickly, um, one of my other clients, shout out to Nico. Nico. He was already a personality um, with Power 98 at that time. And nice. he would always tell me, oh, you need to hook up with Lucky. You need to hook up with Lucky. He's doing this, he's doing this in the community. He's doing this. And I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> Who is this person? Like, I, I got my pulse on the community, but who is this person? Yeah. And then another young lady that was bringing me a, a bringing me aboard to help her. Mm-hmm. He he was her client at that time, and she was like, "You need to meet him. You need to meet him. Like, just take me to this person. <laughs> like, just take me to this person." And I actually met him at his event, which was a health fair. Oh, oh wow. wow! And I'm like, "Oh, this is dope." You know, it mm-hmm. had blood pressure checks and giving out condoms and it, it was just all free for the community wow and just you know just just giving back and then wow. he had a big event which is his stable event which is um book bag drive mm-hmm. and um that was at one of the um one of the uh rec centers and i mm-hmm. went there just actually visiting my client just you know checking on him doing what i do yeah. and realizing that that was the lucky spot event so i'm like okay wow. i walked in and it was kids everywhere and book bags everywhere and i was like ah this is dope and i just went ahead and rolled my sleeves back and i'm like all right let's do it you know so those are my events and he gives out turkeys and i just really enjoy you know just giving back to the community just really enjoy i've always been like that always community service driven giving back you know taking care of people so I would have to say that's my favorite event. Wow. wow. And I would say thank you to what he's doing, you know, not only in the community, but, you know, showing up for kids. Right. Um, right. You know, it's just so important, like with literacy rates and everything else that we have going on in education. Quick question. Yes. Is, is Lucky involved with Cops and Barbers? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I thought I thought it was familiar. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I will tell you another my second event was mm-hmm. um that i love was a, a ciw event so ciwa event mm-hmm. when michael big just got out of prison oh, oh wow. wow me and um some of my friends we put together this entertainment group so we threw a party for ciwa okay. and he was one of our um headliners wow he was fresh out of jail like a month or two out of jail yeah. Um, so he came through and we we paid him. I forgot wow. what we paid him, but it was like twelve thousand, I think, twelve, fifteen thousand yeah. for him to do the appearance. Yeah. When I say they acted crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
we had the bad girls club in there like i, I still oh, have wow. wow like we we had like it was a real it, it was wall to wall we had that was that was my wow. other favorite like entertainment wise that was my yeah. favorite but they standing up on couches, you know, that was like the beginning of couch culture, you know? What? Yeah. That, that was the beginning of disrespecting couches, okay? I'm like, because the venue was very exquisite. Like, it was a really nice venue. Like, yeah. what are y'all doing? They pouring champagne everywhere. I'm like, oh my God. And, and again, this is pre, like, pre-Instagram. So it yeah. was crazy. What are y'all doing? But we had such a good time. It, wow. it, you know, in hindsight, it was a good time. So that, <laughs> I would have to say that was that that would be my second one. That's cool. That's awesome. That's, That's cool. awesome. So so Miss Dana, what's next for you? What's next for me? So you know what? I'm actually in the middle of a lot of collaboration. Right. I think now is is my season to 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 collaborate with a lot of a lot of individuals right. and i have i have that in the way of a couple of contracts right mm -hmm. so that's one thing and when i say collaboration i i'm enjoying that because mm -hmm. candace and i were talking before we started mm -hmm. um filming mm -hmm. about just how we don't support each other mm -hmm. how we don't help yep. each other how we mm -hmm. don't um mentor each other Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm, I'm happy to say that I have a couple of, of collaborations and, and contracts with other um, marketing agencies Good. and awesome. black women, you know, Good. agencies, and, and we're working together on a lot. And I'm, I'm very happy with that. I'm very proud of that. And even on the bail bonding side, I met another female bondsman. Good. She just really, you know, poured into me, and you know, like everybody, they, everybody wants to recruit me to their team. So I wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't surprised with that. But she yeah. was just like, "I want to help you. I mm -hmm. want to. I want. I want to help you, and I know that you're going to help us. So and let's put so this together and and just continue to take over. So yeah. that's another collaboration, and I think that's just my season right now. Wow. Of collaboration wow. and, and I'm all for it because you know sometimes as an entrepreneur when you're trying to do it all on your own mm -hmm. it gets quiet it gets right. overwhelming yeah. right right so that's what's Ooh. for me right now is collaboration I, that's awesome I'm I'm just so excited you know for what the future holds for you because I mean you have so much that you bring to that table mm -hmm. um, that you created <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. The table that you created um, by using your talents and allowing your talents to be used um, in those different um, settings. So I'm I'm happy for you. I celebrate you. I'm happy about what you're doing and what you're going to continue to do in the community because thank it's you. needed. It's important. It's, it's valuable. Um, you know, especially you know when we start to talk about social media, public relations, marketing. Um, and how to really key in on that diversified, um, you know, market. So that's great, man. Thank you. That's great. So, Dana, I want you to plug all your social media yes, where everybody please, can find you. Please. At. Okay. All right. So it's on my it's on my name. Let me see right here. Uh huh. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Yep. See, see how I did that? 
So it's right there. Um, um, that's Instagram and Twitter, Motivation MKTG. And on Facebook, we are Motivation Marketing Firm. So it's all spelled yeah. out on, on uh, Facebook. But like I said, that's Instagram, Motivation MKTG. That's Twitter. Um, website is Motivation Marketing Firm. Okay. Um, and I think that's it. Okay. okay. And, and before I let you go, I want you to expound on this quote. Okay. Stay ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Simply put, if you're already ready, you don't have to get ready. Like I and and it's and it's funny because I tell my son that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like and it, and it works in all settings. Yeah. If you know you have to be somewhere early in the morning, go ahead and get yourself ready so you don't have to get ready in the morning you know what i mean like if you know that you want to like you have a goal of being an entrepreneur for those that are that are trying to get into it go ahead and start getting your resume together getting your business cards together like yeah. so when that opportunity hits you don't have to scramble right, you, don't have to right. behind, you know everything you're already ready like you're already you know it may not be in tip-top shape but you're already ready you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you if you know that you need to go somewhere tomorrow and you gas up the car now, so you know you don't have to get ready. You know right, what I mean? Right. right. If, you, if you stay ready, then you're always ready, and you don't have to get ready. Right. That's that just. And I'm gonna tell you how else they can stay ready. They can contact you. Contact me, honey. Get your marketing together, your social media presence, um, and just you know branding in general. Please, please, please. Reach this is out. the woman to get in contact. Yes, with. please reach out to Dana, and her information will be located on our site. Um, cohort 1986. So if you go to our community page, um, you can find all kinds of resources there. So Dana's information will be there for a marketing firm. We have accountants, we have financial advisors, we have therapists. credit repair therapists, and so much more. <laughs> so much more. And, and then also, if you want to listen to this podcast, yes, you can find us on YouTube. Yep. Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram, mm -hmm. IG, yep. Twitter, yep. All that. Apple Pods, yeah. Google Pods, uh -huh. Breaker, Anchor, um, and then one day when we get an intern, TikTok, because I don't know how yeah. to use it. Too old for that. Interns, please, please, please hit us up, please. TikTok and Twitch, look. We, we need y'all. Teach me. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I'm actually going to forward you guys an email uh, for interns. There's a there's a Ooh. company called Guard House, and they are looking for internships. I'm sorry, in, yeah, internships for their college students, and and oh. it is paid. They they pay their interns. So nice, yes, yes. I'll, 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 I'll pull that to y'all. Yes, look, that's look, look, good. look at her pouring into us. Right? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Of and Dana, do you have any final words before we go? Um, let's see here. For those that are, you know, wanting to start their business, for those that have started their business, for those that are ready to close their business, for those that are just ready to continue to make all the money, yeah. just keep pushing. Mm -hmm. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing what you got to do 
for those that are ready to close your business, go ahead and close if that's what you want to do, because you can always reopen. It's not nothing is ever final mm. unless you make it final. That's mm. so good. So the, that would be those would be my final words. And of course, thank you to Rodney and Candice, co-partner, yes. yes. for inviting me, for having me. Yes. Um, and that's it. <laughs> Let the church say amen. I feel like we're on the road, runner. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. Thank, thank you for Dana you. for being the thank guest. You, thank you. Thank Check you. out Motivation Marketing. Yes. And you yes. have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs>